Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Resurrection. Come on, you can do better than that. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? Amen, amen. We thank God for each and every one of you here today in person with us. I'm mean, a special thank you and a God bless you to those who are tuning in online. We thank God for you. Again, what a blessing it is to be in the house of the Lord. One more time. There's a song that says, I think, I think Jay knows it. Uh, it says, I'm glad to be in the service. One more time. It's, it's a new time, right? But nevertheless, one more time. One more day. One more year. Come on. And on behalf of our pastor, our staff, and the entire church body, we want to wish you a very happy new year. And we pray and believe that you will receive every blessing, every promise that God has in store for you on this year. And so often what we do around New Year's, as we begin to reflect, right, we, we start to, to reminisce and remember all that God has done in previous years. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me right and so we begin to thank God for the, the cars and we thank God for, for the healing and we thank God for, for uh, keeping us from that accident and covering us from COVID we thank God for all these things but then we have to remember that before he did any of that he died uh, let me say it again he died and that is the reason why we are here today on this first Sunday, this first Sunday of 2022, first Sunday of January, to not only to praise and lift up the name of Jesus, but to remember what he did on that cross over 2,000 years ago. And so as you came in on this morning, you should have received your communion sacraments. And I'm going to ask that we all stand to our feet and begin to place your heart and your mind on him for it was on that night long ago that he was betrayed he took the bread and then he he broke it for the scripture says for I received from the Lord what I also pass on to you the Lord Jesus, for on the night he was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body. Take it and eat it. And often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. And in a likewise manner, he took the cup. And he said, this is my blood. For without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. He took the cup, he drank it. He said, this cup is a new covenant. Whenever you do this, do this in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. And then some say that they began to sing a song. So Jay, can you... Sing that. Can you guys sing that real quick for me? 
and it flows.
is dependent upon the praise you give me the first Sunday in 2022. I wonder if anybody's praise will begin to match your expectation for what you expect God to do in the new year. Come on, if you want God to do something new in your life, if you need God to do a wonder in your life, then you ought to give God a new and wondrous praise. A praise that's worthy of His name. team is coming and after they come you'll hear from our pastor who's bringing a brand new message and I think you'll get the message later as he goes on as we begin to thank God for all of the new things that he's going to do in the year 2022 come on magnification take this higher hallelujah do you believe it's done already do you believe it's done already are you claiming your victory your healing in the name of Jesus we declare
Give the Lord a great big hand praise in the house today. 
Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are designed how God has meant you to be. Amen. Come on, look at him real one more time and say, neighbor, I've been made by God's design. Oh, come on now. Let's just celebrate God right now in the place. Now listen. This is 2022. You ought to give God a great big 2022 praise. Amen. 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 He deserves all the praise. He deserves all the glory. He deserves all the honor. You made it through 2021. You survived 2020. God brought you through 2019 and all the other 20s and everything else. You ought to give God a great, listen, you're here. You are thankful to be alive, praise. Come on, are thankful to be in the house, praise. Bless the Lord. Yeah. Oh, my soul. That's what you ought to give God. And all that is just one moment as we go to God in prayer wherever you are right now in the house amen if you want to lift up your hands that's fine amen raise your spiritual antennas God our father we thank you for another privilege another opportunity to give your name the praise you are good all the time and all the time you are good so we thank you for who you are and what you mean in our lives you brought us through 2021 you brought us to this very first month of the year. Millions didn't make it. 
but today we declare that we're one of the ones who did. And so we turn our attention to you now, Lord. We turn our attention to your word. Speak to us as you have done so many times before that we might leave different than the way we came. Bless your word, Lord. Let it be magnified. Bless your name. Let it be glorified. Bless your people. Let them be edified. We're ready for whatever you want to do in our lives and whatever you are doing in this season. Our prayer today is don't do it without us. In the name of Jesus, you made us by design. We were designed by you. And so have your way in our lives right now. And we'll give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. If you don't mind, I don't mind. So if you don't mind, I don't mind. So if you don't mind, let's give God one more great big praise. Amen. Amen. You cannot listen. If you don't shout no more for the rest of this year, you ought to shout on the back. You ought to just find a reason just to act a fool. You got my permission. Because millions didn't make it. But you are one of the ones who did. Okay, y'all, y'all, y'all can do it. Maybe, maybe, maybe during the preaching. Maybe during the preaching. Remain on your feet. Oh, y'all better stop it. Y'all better stop it, huh? Mm-hmm. See what I just, I started that. Amen. Actually, Jesus started that when he got up out the grave early Sunday morning with all power in his hands. scriptures with you today. Amen. Turn with us to the book of Isaiah chapter 3. New Living Translation is what we're going to be reading from. And I want to read into your hearing verses 18 through 20. Isaiah chapter 43. I pray that you would hear this word from God beginning at verse 18. But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. I'm I'm about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. The wild animals in the field will thank me. 
the jackals and owls too for giving them water in the desert. Yes, yes. I will make rivers in the dry wasteland so my chosen people can be refreshed. Hallelujah. I've made Israel for myself and they will someday honor me. They will someday honor me. They will someday honor me before the whole world. The word of God for the people of God. Praise be to God. You may be seated. With the aid and the assistance and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we want to tag this text today with this title, God is doing something new. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know if you've recognized it. Come on, tell him, I don't know if you recognize, that's a big word. I, I don't know if you can see it, but God is doing something new. Amen. What a year, another year it has been. Some people would say that 2021 was just a repeat of 2020. This past year has been an experience of more than its fair share of world-shifting events, and it's still continuing as we speak. It's been a, another year of COVID-19. This pervasive, deathly pandemic that has ignited global social and economic disruption, mass cancellations and postponements of events, worldwide lockdowns and quarantines, and the largest economic recession since the Great Depression. 2021 has been the year of climate change and disaster with wildfires and hurricanes and tornadoes and widespread ecological destruction. And yet, having experienced so much last year that we could not contain or control, we are here in the text presented with a sacred challenge to take intentional steps as we move forward into the fortuitous future that God has promised and is placing before us and all of our descendants that follow us. The choice is ours to take ownership of our future, and that choice is the choice to reimagine, reorient ourselves based upon a deep sense of who we were created to be what we long to see take place, and what we believe is possible by the grace of God. This notion of looking forward, and today is a good day to do that, y'all. Not just to make resolutions, but to look forward. This notion of looking forward into the future is not just a collective consideration, but also an individual one. And this is important, my friends, because even as I'm speaking right now, there are some people who are listening to me who have experienced, if I gave you the microphone, you would say some unprecedented disruption. I've had some disappointment, despair, and discouragement in the, my life over the past year, crises and circumstances and chaos hit me with so much gravity and impact that I secretly feel like Humpty Dumpty, that all the king's horses and all the king's men won't be able to put me back together again. But if I'm stirring your Kool-Aid, if I'm delivering your mail, if I'm pinging your profile or barking up your tree, maybe I'm bowling down your alley, there was a word for you today in this text. Can I share it with you? Because the, through the prophet of God, Isaiah, God speaks to the people of God 
People that just like you and I have suffered disruption, devastation, discouragement, and despair as they struggled in and through the Babylonian exile. Their city, y'all do know the Bible, don't you? Their city had been, uh, Jerusalem had been reduced to rubble. Their sacred temple had been ridiculously ransacked. Their best and brightest from their culture had, and community had been carted off into captivity by the Babylonian immersion program designed to destroy any sense of their cultural and spiritual identity. So distraught were they in their displacement that when the Babylonians badgered them to sing, all they could say was, how can we sing the Lord's song in this strange land? I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but maybe somebody can identify because in the midst of their moping misery, God commissioned a prophet to speak comfort in the center of their convulsing confusion. He called them to a posture of reimagination, reorientation, and reconstruction. And notice, if you will, that at the onset of this proclamation in Isaiah 43, that God does not begin talking about the people. God begins this proclamation with the word about God's self. God begins not by describing and depicting where they were, but rather providing divine reference to what God had already done. And every now and then we need a memory. We, we, we need to just be reminded that God is the one who created them. That's what they needed to know, that God was the one who formed them, that God was the one who called them by their name. God is the one who predicted what he would do, and then he did what he said he would do. God is the one who exists from everlasting to everlasting, who was, is, and shall ever be. God is the one who existed before the beginning began and will continue after the the ending ends. Yeah, I'm preaching a lot better than y'all going with me. Okay, maybe you can identify with this. God is Yahweh. God is Jehovah. God is Elohim. God is I am that I am. God is ever evolving in relationship to our needs so that by the time we figure out what we need, God says, I'm that. God is the Holy One, distinctive different from all others. God is creator, the one who shapes, forms, and, and, and initiates. God had brought them into existence by divine fiat. God spoke their beginning. God spoke in their brokenness. And now God speaks to their building towards what's coming in the future. Let me slow it down just a little bit. The future will come, but not by human initiative, but by God's divine arrangement which is to say God is the one that makes things happen. I ought to have a few more witnesses than that, that, that God had authored their start. They remember that. But, but the, the same God that authors your creation is the same God who can co-sign your comeback. Okay, some of y'all act like you ain't never reverted back. God here revisits the divine resume by reminding them of who God is and what God has already accomplished. The notification centers in on Exodus 14 and the crossing of the Red Sea. There's some history. God reminds them that by the grace of God, they walked through, dry, through wet places on dry ground. And while at the same time, God caused complete confusion among the armies of Pharaoh, such that the same waters that Israel was delivered through 
Pharaoh, uh, Pharaoh's army uh, perished in. The, the same waters that they were delivered from uh, Pharaoh's army perished in and somebody needs to hear me that what held deliverance from them meant destruction for their enemies. What we derive, listen, what we derive from this reality is that if we want to experience something new from God, we got to understand that it also starts with God. Say starts with God. It starts with God, y'all, that as we look both individually and collectively forward during this season of anticipation of the future, we've got to keep our focus fixed first on who God is. Not who we are, nor who we want to be, but who God is and what God has already done. Y'all, we didn't come here for ourselves. We came here because of who he is. Uh, any notions we have of reimagining, rebuilding, and reconstructing our lives forward into the future must have God as the starting point, that God is your beginning. God called you. God claimed you and knew you before you knew you. On the onset and the origin of life that you lead right now, it, it was in and with Almighty God. Before you were ever conscious of God, God was already involved with you. You began with God in eternity, and God just saw fit to release you into time. You are not a human being having an eternal experience. You are an eternal being having a human experience. That your existence will outlast your experience. God knew you while you were just a protoplasmic substance making your way up a fallopian tube in the intimacy of your mother's womb. God watched you in utero. He stitched you together in the darkness of your genetic development. You were seen by God before you were seen by others. And all the days of your life were recorded in God's journal before one day was ever lived. All I'm trying to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, and brothers and sisters, that your start and mine began with and in God. Can I get a witness here today? Before we can imagine anything, God had imagined everything about our lives. And you think there's some stuff that's coincidental. It's all, if you're in God's hands, it's all divine providential. Before we ever took one step in life, God had ordered all of our steps as they should be. God saw every possibility that our lives could ever contain and how he would use everything, including the surprises, the steps, the stumbles, and the stops to make us in the person that God imagined we would be when God first thought of us. And that's why God is not just the author of your start, but he is the composer of every restart that you will ever have. Because God is the author of your start who knows what you should be, who you were created to be. God is able to take every mistake, every misstep, every mishap, every misfortune, and every misdemeanor and use it for God's glory and your good. Somebody ought to give God praise. God is great, y'all. God is so great that God can use your step away as a step forward. 
Somebody needs to come and grab that real quick because here, this lesson is telling us that the capacity to envision a future where you rise above the rubble and, and shine like the stars is not the result of your sheer intellect. And it's not the product of your mere human rationale and will, but the power to reimagine your life at any level, to reinvent yourself beyond the rubble of the present moment. It all comes from God who knows where and what every place the rubble is, where it came from, where it fits in the framing of your future. Somebody ought to say it's all working out, ain't it? It's all working out. Come on. Everything that you've gone through, everything that we've gone through and going through right now, it's all working out. Look at your neighbor and tell him it's all working out. Somebody ought to type that in the chat space that's, that if you're streaming this, it's all working together. Because it comes from the one whose knowledge of you is so intimate and intricate that he knows every piece of your life, present and missing, large and small. He knows every thought, every ambition, every aspiration, every dream, every feeling, every desire, every lost hope, every frustrated vision, every bitter disappointment. God knows how they fit and where they fit and with whom they fit and when they'll fit. God knows. Why? Because God initiated your life in the first place. My life is not my own. To him I belong. God initiated the dream that you have. God initiated the vision that you have. God initiated the aspiration and the hope. It didn't begin with you. It began with God. Can I get an amen right there? God gave them to you, and because they have their start with God, when they fall down and fall apart, they can have their restart with God. Somebody listening to me now can testify that when your life was shattered and when your dreams seemed to be destroyed and you couldn't even imagine yourself getting back up somehow, you were able to shake yourself and get back up and stand on your feet. Go on, look at your neighbor and say, you ain't always been where you are right now. It was not the result of your imagination. You didn't pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, but it was because God had already imagined it for you. The capacity to conceive a future that is brighter than your past and better than your present. It's based on the fact of God having already declared it, decreed it, and, 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 and yeah, decided it. Your ladder will be greater than your past. I'm trying to help somebody here. I'm trying to help you here because God's image of us is whole. It's singular. It's complete and eternal. Whereas our image of ourselves is plural. It's, it's incomplete. It's partial. It's restrictive. It's fractured. We don't know and can't see who we are tomorrow. But God already knows who we will be before we arrive. We see ourselves in terms of our past and present, but God sees us in terms of our potential and possibilities. Everything that happens to us and in us and around us is designed to show us a little bit more of what 
God already knows about us. And that's why when we find ourselves in distress, under duress and anxiety and under attack, and when we come through it and come out of it, we are able to see ourselves in a new way, but it's not new to God. God already saw you coming out of it. God already knew what you would gain in it. He already knew what you would get out of it. God knew you would survive. I know you thought you weren't going to be able to get through this. God already knew what you would learn. He knew that the battle wouldn't break you and that the storm couldn't stop you. And right now, as I speak, somebody is reimagining right now as I'm talking what you could be and, and what you could have and what you can achieve. And what you must understand is that while you're seeing it partially and in a fragmented way, God sees it completely. Even though you didn't imagine yourself as being strong and resilient and creative and innovative and resourceful and powerful as you have become, God always knew that you'd be what you are right now. And that's why every time your back was up against the wall and you didn't know how or if you were going to get through it, God downloaded a new ideal, a way of response, an answer to that thing that you're going through, whatever it was that you were going through. It's because God already knows who you can be and what you can be and what you can do. He already knows, y'all. And that's why whenever you see an obstacle, you ought to shout because it ain't nothing but an opportunity. God can and will use obstacles to bring you to where God knows you need to be. That's why you can't and never should get too comfortable with where you are. You, 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 need to, you need to, no, 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 no don't, don't get too comfortable with where you are and, and what you are, no matter how good it may appear. In fact, uh, the, that may be the reason, y'all, that God even permitted us to persevere through this pandemic. Some of us got a little too comfortable. See, I, 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 I would, I would think by now, yeah, yeah, with all this stuff going on, we able to gather. Some of y'all ought to be shouting out of your seats. And uh, some of this stuff that we're going through, maybe perhaps God is trying to shake us up a little bit and, and, and cause a little divine discomfort to push us back to our prayer closet. See how many blessings we take for granted to give us a greater appreciation for the fellowship that we can share and, and, and realize that no matter what, we still need the Lord. Is there anybody who could just say that with me? We need the Lord. Look, look at somebody and say, I need him. I don't, I don't know about you, but... <clears throat> We need him. We need him to be in the middle of it. Somebody sung a song about that in the middle of it, in the middle of whatever we're going through, in the middle of it, trust God. In the middle of it, try God. In the middle of it, lean on God. In the middle of it, you ought to look to God. And God will work things out. So in order to experience something new from God, you got to first start with God. Start with God. Start with God. But then there's a second point. There's a second point. You've got to stay with God. Say stay with God. Because if you look in the text, immediately following God's reference to his own background, there's a complication in this text. Okay, y'all quiet. There's a complication. The Hebrews are urged to remember. Say remember. Remember what? 
Pastor, okay, I'll tell you since I'm up here. Remember how God had brought them out of bondage. Remember how they came through the Red Sea. Remember how they came across the wilderness. But then all of a sudden their memory is discomposed when the prophet declares, speaking for God, forget that. (laughs) Remember, but forget that. I'm confused. Didn't you just tell us to remember that God brought us through the Red Sea? That, that God delivered us from Pharaoh, that we weren't supposed to survive, but we did. And, and, and we, shouldn't we remember that? Shouldn't we rejoice in that? Shouldn't we set up a memorial around that and, 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 and tell our children, shouldn't we just put a praise right there and shout on that? Yes, but the prophet says, forget all that. Now, that's a complication. And I had to figure this thing out. Because how can you forget the doors that God has opened? How can you forget the ways that God has made and the battles God has fought, the bills that God has paid? Shout when I get to yours. The the sickness that God has healed. That's a complication to forget all that. But can I talk to you for just a moment? Because this is not a call for holy amnesia. This is not about a call to try to reformulate the facts. This ain't somebody trying to... To check, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a new set of facts. <laughs> Forgetting here simply means stop talking about it, stop reciting it and repeating it and rehearsing it, stop living in your memory and start living in your imagination. Can I get somebody to help me here? Because here's why, y'all, we act on what we constantly talk about. Oh, that's good. I don't, y'all, y'all missed it. Y'all don't even know where to shout. If you talk only about the past, that's what you tend to live out. Man, I remember when I was in my 20s. And you 62 years old walking around in skinny jeans. We act on what we constantly talk about. And so God says to them through the prophet, stop talking about that. It was good, past victories, uh, we can't be sustained. It was great. Major things did happen, but what happened is not the blueprint for what's about to happen. What God has before you is greater and better than anything that's behind you. Can I get somebody to help me here? Don't look. At what was an indication of what would be, you can't measure what God is about to build based upon the blueprint of what God has previously built. God is not trying to make you who you used to be. God is trying to make you who you've never been. God wants you to understand that you can't become the latter without, while you're holding on to the former. You can't seize the future trying to replicate the past. The blueprint is different because God is doing something different. God is doing something new. And so God says, I'm doing a new thing. How many want to be in to God's new thing? How many want to be connected to God's new th- don't 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 fool me now because God says I dried up that's past tense the Red Sea the, the old work was was drying up water and making dry ground 
But what I'm about to do now, I'm about to dispense water and make wet places. I wish I could, I wish I could preach this the way I feel. Listen, God says my old work was to bring dry ground in wet places, but, but my new work is to turn dry places into wet ground. And he says, I'll create rivers. Where? In dry wasteland. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> before, in the past, God took out those that stood in the way of Israel's blessing on the first hand. But this time around, he says, I'm going to bless them by blessing you. Look at your neighbor and say, you, 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 you're sitting real close to a blessing. Uh, uh, because the text says, the wild animals in the fields will, 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 will thank me. The jackals and the owls too. In other words, I'm going to bless you until that which opposes you blesses me. Some of y'all need to leave service and call some of your enemies and say, the reason why I'm shouting is because God's going to bless you while he's blessing me. The more you oppose me, God's going to still bless you because he's blessing. I wish I had some help here. Y'all act like y'all ain't read the Bible. He says, I'll prepare a tape before you in the presence of your enemies and then I ain't through yet I'm gonna anoint your head with oil I, I ain't even it's gonna run over look at your neighbor and say I'm sorry I spilled some on you my, 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 my cup is just running over that's why you got to start this year with God but I ain't through yet it ain't how you start out, it's how you end up. So you start with God, but number two, you got to stay with God. Uh, somebody been looking at the first service. Here it is. Here, <laughs> yeah. Stay with God because God has a blueprint for your blessing. Don't read the old script when God is creating a new scene. <laughs> Somebody ought to just shout right there. You, you ought to shout real loud. Look at your neighbor and say, new episode, new episode. You, you're still in season one and God is in season three. <laughs> you, 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 you keep looking at the reruns. God says, I got a new, it's a new episode. The, the old one was good. The old one was great. It was exciting. But this is a new season and God is creating a new scene. Is there any sisters here who can testify? You, you, you don't have to do it loud, but you can raise your hand if you want to. That if you had only known that God was about to bring you a Denzel, you wouldn't have let, you would have let go of that bullwinkle a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, I, some of y'all sitting by, okay. You, you. Yeah. New, new, new season. New, somebody ought to shout new season and a new scene. God is calling us to tear up the old script and the old responses and the old posture and that old negative nasty attitude, the old proclivities. Can I give you this one for free? Stop worrying about those that left. Some folk that left God, God ain't going to bring back. People that walked out your life, stop trying to get them back to come back. Listen, some people that walked out of your life, God ain't going to let them walk back in your life because that was last season. That was a previous episode, and their party in your drama is over. Say over. over. <sighs> I ain't even started preaching yet. Oh, here it is here. Stop looking for God to make it like it was. 
God is working to make it like it should be. You, you liked how it was, but, but God wants to give you what should be. God says, if I wanted it to be like that, it'd still be like that. There's a reason why it ain't like that no more. But the reason it ain't that <laughs> bad grammar, good theology, it's because that season is over. That episode has ended. That scene is done. You got to tear up the script. God is doing something new. I'm through. That's my whole sermon. Start with God. Stay with God. I'm going to give you one last one. Here's what you don't need to miss. Shift with God. Say shift with God. God. You got to be into what God is up to. God says, I'm doing a new thing. I'm, I'm initiating something new, something that you've never seen before. You think that you've seen the best things in your life? God is about to blow your mind. I know you hear it. It's become cliche in the church. But the best really is yet to come. This word never, something you've never, never seen before. This word never does not refer to the material but to the novelty of what's being created. See, man can make stuff, but only God can create stuff. See, everything we make has to come from something that's already made. But when God creates, y'all, God, God said, I'm about to do something. And what I'm about to do, it's not going to come from anything that's already cre- created. This is going to come from my creative, eternal imagination. Genesis 1, it's right in the beginning. Nothing but God. Out of nothing, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, you know, if he can create heavens and earth, what God is about to create in your life is real small. Listen, in the beginning, God spoke everything into being when there was nothing and nobody but God. It started in God's creative imagination and was ushered in on the tail end of God's powerful word. God's word creates. God says, forget all of that because what I'm about to do, here's why you need to forget it. What I'm about to do will not have any reference to what I've already done. You won't be able to point backwards. You, you're going to have to lean forward because what God is about to do and what God is about to bring, what God is about to make happen ain't going to be based upon what has taken place before. It will be a manifestation of what God had in mind when God first created. I'm trying to explain it the best way I can. If you're going to receive it, you got to be able to shift. With God, what God is about to do is so new and so novel, I don't know even know who this word is for, it, that when it happens, your only testimony will be simply this, God did it. It, it wasn't because my pastor laid his hands on me or my preacher, my deacon came by. It wasn't because somebody, God did it. God worked it. God made it happen. God brought it to pass. God caused it to manifest. And that's why God is going to do it in the way that God is going to do it and why he's going to do it this way. Here it is in verse 12. He says, I'm making you for myself. Oh, y'all. Boy, you ought to be shouting right there. I'm making you for myself. We are here for him. You know why some people don't go to church? Because they think it's about them. I was looking at, I was looking at our, 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 the stars we got on Yelp and, and, and resurrection stars. And I thought it should have said five stars. 
But somebody decided to go on and yell, and they, the preaching wasn't all this, and the choir wasn't all that, because they thought that coming to church here was for them. Okay, somebody sitting down right now, I don't even know what he's talking about, because you ain't listening, because you think I ought to say something that's for you. But the reason why we are here, y'all, is for God. God, listen, that, listen, it's for God's glory. It's for God's honor. It's for God's joy. It's for God's pleasure. It's for God's praise. Don't miss that. The word. He says, I'm, I'm making myself for you. And someday you're going to honor me. In front of the world Someday Somebody ought to shout someday I like that word someday Y'all God makes every day This is the day the Lord has made But for somebody listening to me That God Listen God has called Some days Someday <laughs> And he says someday You're going to honor me In front of the whole world Someday They'll honor me Someday They'll pray to me. Someday, they'll trust me. Someday, they'll reflect me. Somebody ought to be shouting because you know you waited for your son. Someday, they'll believe in me. Someday, they'll try me. Someday, they'll praise me. Someday, they'll talk about me. God has a someday because right from the very start, God created someday. He placed Adam and Eve in the garden, they had every blessing, every benefit, every joy. He didn't even have to work and, and she didn't have to labor. All they had to do was just do what God said. But when they were tempted and gave in and fell from grace, when they fell from grace, God didn't give up on them. God said, I'm not going to give up on you. Because God had a someday. Someday I'll redeem them. Someday I'll get them back. Someday I'll save them. Someday they will be what I created them to be. And down through the centuries, God kept giving some days. Y'all still don't know when to shout. I'm glad God kept giving Sundays. If you don't believe me, ask Noah. Noah got drunk, but God said someday he's going to be sober. Abraham lied, but God said someday he'll tell the truth. Jacob schemed, but God said someday he'll be honest. Moses couldn't manage his temper, but God said someday he'll calm down. Gideon was a coward, but God said someday he'll have courage. And God kept giving some days until one day God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He lived and died to buy our pardon and he was betrayed by a buddy, forsaken by a friend, beat by the soldiers, mocked by the mob, condemned by Pilate, and then they nailed him 
to the cross. Didn't they do it? And he died. Didn't he die? And he stayed dead all Saturday, all Saturday night. But God kept giving some days. And Sunday morning, that was the someday that God raised him up with all power in his hands and gave him a name that's above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess. You ought to thank God for someday. Is there anybody here that can say thank you, Lord? For someday, it was one day that I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking the ride no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry from the waters. He lifted me, saved am I? I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm looking forward to my someday. Someday the wicked will cease from troubling. Someday the weary will be at rest. Someday. will flow like waters and righteous like a mighty stream ain't the Lord alright someday he'll lift your head someday he'll wipe your tears someday he'll lift your burdens won't he do it I said won't he do it and give him some praise in the house right now. Wherever you are. Wherever you are right now, stand on your feet wherever you are right now. Listen, I know that there's a lot of sickness around us, this new variant and all that stuff. A lot to make you concerned. Play real softly. And even we're concerned. We've opened up, allowing people to gather together. We don't know what's out there you don't even know who you're sitting next to I'll be honest it's very scary we don't want to put anybody in harm's way but we're just trusting God I'll be honest with you amen these singers that come out here and sing they, they got to practice without masks on they're taking risks. We're taking risks by coming here. We are. Let's, let's be honest. And just because you're saved don't mean you're exempt. We need to be prayerful. We need to be careful. We need to do what's right. We need to put ourselves in the right position to make sure that we're protecting ourselves and protecting others. 
then you can say, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. But first you got to do what's right. You got to do what's right. You made it. Maybe some of y'all even contracted COVID-19. I know several members who come through it and come out on the other side. I do know people in this church who did not make it. There was a lot of, we had a lot of funerals in our church last year. It was a record year. This is the first time, 2021 and 2020, that we've had more funerals than we could even think of. Y'all might say, well, why did we know about this person, that person? It's hard to communicate when you're not together in the fellowship. But we still got so much to give God thanks for. Listen, we're, we're not back to full capacity, but we got back to the rock today. Come on, give God praise. We opened up that building. And it looked just like we left it. Two years, Jay. All 2020, 2021, most of 2020, 2021. And even though we didn't plan and make plans for that, God knew what he was doing. And so when we got back, it's better, it's stronger. Would the, the songwriter say, I'm wiser, I'm stronger, I'm better. Never would have made it without you. Come on and give God a never would have made it praise. And so if this is the first Sunday of the, of the year. You, listen, you made it. You're here. I pray that you start the rest of this, that you end the rest of this year like you start this year. So if you don't mind, I want you to say with me and make this decree with me because if we can speak it, the Bible says in Proverbs that Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And if we speak it, we can make it a reality. Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. Say with me these words. Today, by the grace of God, I speak over my life, my own life. This year is going to be remarkable. This year is going to be incredible. It's going to be unexplainable and it's going to be extraordinary. No matter what goes on around me, God will protect me. I believe and so I confess that I shall be blessed going out, coming in, in the city and the field. I believe and I confess that in my life this year, God's going to turn it around just for me. Things I've worked on, I'm going to complete. Things I've been frustrated about, I'm not going to sweat over. This year, God is going to move in my life. I declare and I decree I'm going to have a different attitude. I believe it and I'm going to receive it. I'm going to act on it. Everybody near me is going to be blessed. Everybody who knows me is going to be blessed because God is going to fill my cup. Come on, say it loud. And my cup is going to run over. God's going to show up, show out, and show off in my life 
and I'll never be the same. Whoever I was is not who I'm going to be. And whoever I am, I'm going to be better. I'll never be the same. I mark this day as my someday. Hallelujah. Give God praise if you believe that. Come on. Come on. My life is empty. My storage is empty. Break it down just a little bit. Lift your hands to heaven. Close your eyes. Bow your heads however you are in your posture of prayer. Let's pray together. I want you to say these words with me. Bring it down just a little bit more. Almighty God, we come together on this day. We declare it's our someday. Thank you, Lord, for keeping me alive. Millions didn't make it, but we were one of the ones who did. And we thank you. You kept us all through 2021. Sometimes up, sometimes down, sometimes happy, sometimes in pain. But I know that in it all and through it all, you are at work. And it will work out for my good. I thank you, Lord, for watching over me. And I pray that this year, 2021, you would just use me. Use me until you use me up. Give me a new desire to pray more, to study more, to give more, to worship more. Make your word plain. Show me how I should serve and where I should serve. Right now, Father, I open my heart. I release every hurt. I release the bitterness. I, re I release anger. I release depression. Come on, say it loud. I, re I release frustration. I release anger and I release grief. And come on, I release jealousy. Pour in my heart more faith, more love, more joy, more peace. I receive it right now in the name of Jesus. And I declare this year I'll be blessed and highly favored like never before thank you Lord in Jesus name I pray I shout right now in the name of Jesus come on and give God a shout and a hand clap of praise oh my storage my storage is empty come on and give him some praise and I give God another hand clap of praise for that word. Praise God. Amen. 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 Perhaps there's somebody under the sound of my voice who wants to do a new thing. Who wants to go through this year different than they did last year. And that's starting the year off, like the preacher said, with God. I want to invite you now, whoever you are, whoever felt that impulse in your spirit, in your heart, that tug from God to give your life to the only one who is able to keep it. 
So we invite you now, if that's, if that's you, if you'll just grab your, the closest device next to you and just text the word JOIN, J-O-I-N, to 830-689-8074. You say, is it, is it that easy? Yeah, it's that easy. All you have to do is A, admit that you're a sinner, that without him you're lost in sin, B, believe that Jesus died on the cross and rose with all power in his hands. And then C, confess that he is Lord over your life. And if you did just that, you started off your year with God and you indeed are saved. Can we give God a hand clap for those who are now making that decision? Amen, amen, amen. And we also invite everyone in the room, everyone in the room, everybody watching online to also grab your device, grab your device, your phone, your cell phone. For now is the time in the service where you can also participate and that is through your giving. Through your giving. Amen. Amen. If we want to do all that God intends for us to do, we can only do it through the gifts of the saints. And so we encourage you now by faith to text the text, excuse me, uh, RBC1 to 77977 and follow the instructions, uh, or you can mail it in or drop it off here at our church campus, um, and I believe that God will be pleased. The Bible said that he loves a cheerful giver, and so we encourage you now to do just that. Amen. Amen. Can we uh, thank God one more time for our pastor? Pastor Brown in that word. And we believe, we pray, and we decree right now that God is going to do a new thing in you, sir. Do a new thing in you, sir, and do a new thing in and through the ministry of Pastor Ray Brown and through the Church of Resurrection Baptist Church in the year 2022 and for years to come. God bless you and God keep you, sir. Now, we pray, as you guys may have seen, my gear, my fresh gear I got on, the fresh gear that the praise team had on, what it is, it says reset, reset. And so next week, we invite you to come back, same time, same place, 1030, right here, as our pastor brings a new series entitled Just That Reset. I promise you, it's one you don't want to miss. And if you want some of this fresh gear yourself, when we exit uh, to my left and to my right, We'll have some extra shirts for you right outside. If you don't have one already, uh, we'll, we'll be giving them out for free. Let me say it again. We're giving them out for free. <laughs> for free. So uh, bless God. Make sure you get a shirt. Make sure you rock it next week. Rock it next week or rock it throughout the week. Let somebody else know to tune in next week as we start our new series, Reset. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Happy New Year. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>